welcome to another Cheeky Girl Art Chat. In this podcast, I'm joined by Caitlin, an illustrator. Caitlin creates gorgeous watercolour and gouache illustrations, as well as ceramic palettes that caught my eye a while back when someone I followed on Instagram shared that they had bought one of her palettes and I just fell in love with her palettes and her account and I really wanted to share her creations with you. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, hi, I'm I'm Caitlin Bongers. I'm uh, 24 years old and I have been uh, self-employed for about a year now. As, um, as Nativa said before, uh, I'm an illustrator as well as a ceramist. And uh, most people on my Instagram know me for the ceramic palettes that I make. So how did you get into like illustrations and ceramics? Well, for illustration, I've been doing illustration since I was very little. Uh, my mom is actually a painter and she always brought me into just being creative and making things with my hands. Um, so I've been doing that since I was very little, but I actually only decided when I was around 20 that I wanted to be an illustrator. Um, for ceramics, it's actually only been a year that I've been doing it. I jumped into it last year. I wanted to make some watercolor palettes for myself and for my friends. And then I just got all these messages of people wanting to buy them. So I guess I made it my business. Wow. You know, I really love how a lot of people I speak to had creative parents, especially a creative mom. I have a creative mom too. And I guess like, being surrounded by creativity inspires you to create like no matter what it is um yeah because it's really important to create I think like no matter what so I think that's really cool and I love that you only started doing ceramics like a year ago um it's crazy the kind of things that like you do for yourself or you just try out and then all of a sudden it becomes a really popular product um I'm always really fascinated by like what just catches on without you even planning for that to happen. Yeah, because they yeah, really it's are. really interesting. <laughs> ah, thank um, you. No, they're lovely, especially like the speckly ones. I don't know how you're blazing to do that, but it's just, it's really pretty. <laughs> I wanted to ask like more about your illustrations. Like how did you kind of develop your own style? Um, like I, it's very distinctive. Whenever I see a post, I don't even have to see that you've posted tell that it's yours feel um like red pandas mm -hmm. this so like how did you kind of develop that uh, illustration? I, I think for a really long time i've just been um trying to learn how to um break things down from pictures and from things in real life so in the beginning i was just like practicing a lot and uh after a while i was like oh well i don't really know if this is what I want to do, just drawing from pictures and learning how things really look in real life. I actually want to be um, creative and make things that don't exist in real life. Uh, so that's when I started to think about, okay, but what are things that make me happy? What are things that I uh, would like to see? What are things that make me happy when I'm creating them? And uh, I think that's how I started to draw more animals because animals make me really happy. And um, also just the experience of playing with real materials on paper um, mm. and combining them into something 
magical and uh, colorful. So that's how I'm constantly working. And uh, about my style, I think that that partly I have a style, but partly I'm also always like evolving and trying out new things. And um, I definitely have a certain attraction to certain color palettes. So I think that's also what's very clear in my work. Uh, yeah. But I'm always trying out new things and just trying to keep an open mind to see where the experience of making art is taking me. Was okay. that sort of a clear answer? <laughs> no, that makes sense. Um, I don't think I have a style, but then people are like, oh, yeah, you definitely do. I mean, you know, I recognize your pieces whenever you post and I'm like, uh, well, OK, <laughs> whatever you say. But um, I guess even without trying, you would, especially if you like use, I guess, the same kind of techniques. Um, but what do you find? Because I know I definitely find that when I change mediums, my style changes slightly. I might be able to see kind of like similarities, but it definitely changes with mediums. Do you find that as well? Yeah, definitely. I think that if you compare like my uh, digital art that I don't often make, um, but if you compare my digital art to my watercolor pieces, it's very, very different. And mm -hmm. also, if you look at my uh, ballpoint pen drawings, they'll have a lot more hatching, while my uh, gouache pieces might be a lot more clean. So uh, it definitely changes. You still have an attraction to certain shapes and colors. So that will look as people as your style. But mm -hmm. um, it will also have, of course, different um, qualities in all of your work yeah yeah no i completely agree um i know that like i do digital sometimes i'm not really sure if my style comes through yet just because i'm not used to doing digital very regularly but um i do very much see the differences between watercolor gouache and like acrylics i do do palette knife painting a lot with acrylics so i guess that's probably the main difference but yeah i do see the similarities kind of cross over a little bit especially when i'm doing things that uh, i like to do a lot um so like where do you where do you get like your inspiration from um like what inspires you to do a sketchbook spread is it like colors things around you um i think a lot of the time what inspires me is the uh, like of course i get inspired by a lot of different people and a lot of artists in my life and uh, also i think i get inspired often by the uh, emotions that i feel and the things that i am consuming in my own life so if i am consuming um, for example a tv series that has a lot of magical elements in it and I'm feeling a little bit sad. I might, might make some uh, art based on those magical feelings and about the little bit sad feeling that I'm having. And I'm trying um, to combine that into my art. And that's also what makes it really meditative for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm trying not to be too inspired by other artists because I feel like sometimes I might be um, copying style elements of some uh, artists, like um, not really consciously getting too much of other artists in my work. Like it can be an inspiration, but it can also be a distraction. Yes, yeah. So yeah, I think it's just a lot of my my personal life and feelings that I put into my art. Mm. 
Okay, so would you say that kind of like the emotions you're feeling tends to make you like pick a certain color palette or is it just mostly like the color palette you tend to use is just what you just really like to look up? Um, I think it definitely uh, matters how I feel what color palette I pick. And sometimes it's also that the color palette I pick makes me feel a certain way. So if I want to feel happy, uh, I might pick really, uh, I often work in pastel colors, but I'll usually pick colors that make me happy to also feel better. And if I'm just really sad, it'll just be blacks and blues, probably. Okay, makes sense, makes sense. Uh, so what kind of tips would you give someone maybe just starting out or who really wants to get into their sketchbook? Um, like how to stay loose in your sketchbook? Because I know I'll be like, okay, let's do a few quick sketches. And then four hours later, I'm finishing a very detailed illustration. So like, how do you keep it loose? Because I know that's how I really struggle. Um, like what kind of tips would you give to people who want to be loose in their sketchbook but keep on like you know refining everything and finishing everything off yeah i definitely try to uh, work very confidently so that i um, try to not care about the end result but just try to build on a page and see like oh i have a little bit of white space here what can i do with that mm. um, a great tip that i really like is uh, overlapping different elements on the page so not only making loose sketches with white space around them but also trying to uh, start a sketch behind another sketch that you've already made and if that's a little that can be a little bit diff difficult in the beginning uh, but you could also be like uh, collaging a bit so you'll make sketches on different pieces of paper and then cut them out and uh, glue them on top of each other yeah. But yeah, it's also really great to just sketch things in your area around you and try to overlap those. Or just paint oh. a background a certain color and then it also looks very full. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because no, that's definitely... I'm really bad about using my sketchbook. <laughs> so when I watch your sketchbook spread, I'm like, my gosh, I need to... I want to get better at it. I need to get better at that. Um, yeah, you definitely yeah. just need to have fun with it. Getting better yeah. will come come when you do it a lot. And if you have fun with it, people will see it in your art. Okay. Well, I think that's advice that we can all take. Take a leaf out of your book, for sure. <laughs> um, so what made you decide to like start your business? Um, like, Because you said you've been self-employed for, is it a year now? Yeah, about a year. Okay. I started so my web shop in October last year, actually. So that's exactly a year wow um well congratulations for that that's thank you so what the ceramic palettes becoming really popular that like mm -hmm. kind of helped you to then be able to become self-employed or, or is it something that you were always working towards and just you were able to get there a bit quickly because of the palettes yeah i definitely um did always want to be self-employed i uh, quit my uh, art school education last year in March and I decided to just I had a little bit money saved and I thought well I, I can survive for about a year on this money I just want to give it my all and try to see if I can uh, like make this work and 
in the beginning, I wanted to do like conventions and stuff and sell prints of my illustrations and stickers. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, well, we know what happened in 2020. Corona came, yeah. so we didn't have any convention anymore. So I had to figure out what to do. And um, that's when I started making the palettes and opening a webshop and see uh, where that went. And it definitely, the palettes went... Uh, kind of fast in the beginning already that I wanted to put more time into it. And although it's not fully enough to sustain myself yet, it's definitely going somewhere. So yeah, that's sort of how it uh, all began. Okay, so uh, would you say like now that, I mean, I'm not too sure what it's like um, mm -hmm. where you live, because um, I know it's opened up a lot here in the UK, which has allowed me to get back to doing markets. Um, but like next year, uh, would you want to start doing conventions as, as like, since you really wanted to do that before, would mm -hmm. you want to then go back to doing conventions and like, you know, selling prints and stickers as well? Yeah, I definitely also planned to do that. I actually had my first convention ever last week. Um, so that was really exciting. And then, and I'll have another one next month. And then uh, next year, I definitely also plan to go on conventions again. And I also want to see if I can go to like uh, Celtic conventions and maybe bring my watercolor palettes and stuff. Ooh, that sounds nice. Yeah, I'm sure the palettes will be a hit because they are awesome. Uh, so like along with like prints and stuff, um, like talking about more new things when it comes to your illustrations, would you also want to like add storytelling to it? Like comics or something? Um, I know I've seen like some stuff about that on your previous studio vlog. So would that be something that you want to do in the future? Yeah, I actually, that was the, the reason I got into art in the first place. I really wanted to... Uh, be a comic artist and I think I still really want to make a comic and I'm also uh, writing here and now but I I just feel like the writing part of making a comic is not my strong suit so I either really need to dive into that part and get better in it or I might want to uh, work together with a writer and make a comic in that way but uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to one day making my own comic. Yeah, I completely get what you mean. The writing part stumps me as well. I um, It's strange. I'm always told I'm really good at telling stories, but when it comes to putting it down on paper, it's like I hit a wall. Um, I guess maybe one of the ways I could find is like to record it instead of writing it down. That probably would help as well. Um. And I know for me as well, like the anatomy, like trying to get down what I see in my head on the paper is also something I need to kind of work on. Uh, but I guess like making a story is a much more longer process. Yeah, it's really intimidating. Mm, it's like yeah, so it's many micro skills that you have to combine together to make this one finished yeah. piece. Well, I, I think because I think I've seen you talk about mm -hmm. vlogs. Um, but it'll be really cool to see, like, I'm hoping that you're able to, because I think it's really cool when we're able to tell our own stories in comics and stuff. It's really fun to see different artists do their comics. Um, so what would it, like, what would it be? Would it be more like see, um, kind of what would be the genre? Uh, yeah, it, it would definitely be fantasy. Like, I'm, I'm a huge... Uh fantasy nerd and lover and so 
I, I really like the, the, the thick fantasy books that have like 14 parts that you have to read. Yeah. <laughs> so I definitely I like also want to include that in my, in my work. Do you also love when maps are at the beginning of books too? So yeah, like that's great. Um, I, I actually just, um, I listen to a lot of Audible books and I think that uh, the main thing that I don't like about Audible books is that I don't get uh, visuals. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I love when they have maps or like if it's the characters speak a different language. I love when like they have like an alphabet or something. So like you kind of know you can learn the mm. language yourself. Um, one of my favorite fantasy books, the author had like a mini the page like in um the language of like some of the characters. So you could like I translated them. Like saw that there was like a mini story and that was like I think it was in each book and yeah, oh, that's great I, I love those kinds of um, little details that you get in fantasy novels it was really cool okay so yeah. uh, what do you kind of have coming up like you said that you have a, another convention is it next month so that's November right yeah in November in November oh do you have one in December as well or is it just in November uh just in November but I do think that I'm kind of talking about uh to go together to another convention next year in March so that's a little bit away but hopefully I'll be on a convention then again okay cool so you have hopefully another one coming up and what kind of like products would you have coming out like in the new year yeah so i'm working on a couple of different things for my uh, illustration i actually haven't made prints before i'm now mo mainly focusing on um, stickers and postcards but i definitely yeah. want to do prints and i'm also working on uh, making my own sketchbooks with my prints on them um, so that will be really interesting and mm. um for my ceramics, I am also working on a bit of a few new products. I definitely want to uh, be really creative with my ceramics, ceramics again. Um, I feel like I've been making a lot of the same things lately and I want to try and see how I can uh, do some new interesting things again. And also, if it's possible, I'd really like to make ceramic dip pens too like make a little nice little set of ceramic where you'll have your watercolor palette and your dip pen and the little um, water uh, holders that I'm making. Okay. So yeah, that will be interesting. That would be really cool to see because I know you have your palettes and you also have your little um, like kind of ceramic half pans. Mm -hmm. Do you call them? Um, so it'd be really cool to like add to the set. Yeah. If you can grow the set, why not? <laughs> so how how would you like make your palettes a bit creative? Is it like you're changing the designs or like the shapes or something? Uh, yeah, definitely also the shapes and designs, but I'm uh, really looking into if I can make uh, more carved palettes again. So I want to combine my illustration work with my palettes where I actually make uh, like, um, when I put a different color of underglaze on top and then I use a little knife to carve out designs on top of the palettes. So it would be so cool if I can put like my animals 
mm-hmm. as a design also on my palettes. So that's what I'm actually looking at right now. That's actually, that sounds awesome, actually. Because then it's like you get, not only do you get something like functional, but also like a, a piece of art as well. And yeah. then they'll be a bit more unique, I guess, as well, if you're kind of putting different um, creatures and stuff on it. That's really cool. That yeah, really I definitely cool. really want my palettes also to be like separate art pieces that um, if you're using it, you can also look at it like, oh man, I have this awesome piece of art instead of just an object that you use for painting. Okay, okay. Boy, you you would definitely have to keep the palette clean then. (laughs) You wouldn't want to keep it clean. I think that's a really nice detail. I've seen quite a few different kinds of ceramic palettes, but I've never seen something like that before. So I think that would be really um and then the depends would be absolutely would would you make like little kind of ink wells as well that you can like put your ink into and dip the ceramic pen into yeah actually i know a lot of people that use the the little watercolor pens that i make Mm -hmm. they use them for putting ink in because they're like this this small so they're just perfect for a little bit of ink that you can dip your pen into. But I also have um, like little ink wells where you can put your brush or your dip pen on the edge of the ink well. And I'm also going to make a lot more of those. Nice, nice. And you also do um, paintbrush holders as well, isn't it? Like you can rest on so mm-hmm. directly on your desk as well. Yeah. That would be so cool. Also helps with not throwing off your, your brushes because that's something that I always did. Like I would be working and then my brushes would be laying on the table and then I would throw them on the ground. And... Yeah. They were I... a necessity for me to make. <laughs> my table is level, but my studio is in a shed. The shed is not ah, level. Yeah. Thankfully, it rolls like towards the window and like the kind of DIY tripod thing I made for my camera from rolling off like behind the desk and my drawers so that saves mm-hmm. me <laughs> but um, yeah no paintbrush holders would definitely be useful because it probably happens as much as like artists accidentally drinking their paint water it's one of those occupational hazards you know losing your paint brushes off your table uh but no I think it's really cool all the different products you have and like you be working on for the future i'm really looking forward to seeing how your palettes like progress and evolve um and yeah so where can listeners find you yeah so i have an instagram and a youtube account as well as my own uh, web page that has my uh, shop on there and it's all just caitlin bongers so my uh, um, website would be caitlinbongers.com Okay, so Instagram and YouTube, I will definitely make sure to link that below as well as your shop link. Definitely check out her YouTube. You can see like vlogs of like behind the scenes with the palettes and her paintings, as well as a few like process videos, like sketchbook spreads, that kind of thing. On her Instagram, you'll get to see like her new illustrations when she brings out new products. And um, is your Etsy open at the moment? Uh, I actually closed down my Etsy, so it's now all on my webshop. On your web, okay. So yeah. I'll link the website, and you can get all of her products. So you can definitely check that out. 
Um, and you're in the Netherlands, right? Yes, yes, I'm from the Netherlands. Yes. So yeah, check her out, especially if you're in the Netherlands, because you'll be supporting a local Dutch artist. Uh, and yes, so I want to thank you for joining me on the podcast. It's been really interesting to kind of hear um, how things started off and what inspires you and everything, especially like your plans for the future. I've really enjoyed that. So thank you for joining me for this podcast. No, thank you. It, it has been great being here and it was lovely talking to you. Thank you. It's been lovely talking to you too. Um, yeah, no, I'm really glad that you said yes to the podcast. I've been really wanting to connect a little bit more with artists that I've been following for a while um, or like been messaging on and off. So it's really cool to like see you, see your face and everything and talk to you like this. And um, yeah, thank you so much for being cool with being on the podcast. Yeah, it was, it was an awesome idea and uh, I'm really glad I, I did it. <laughs> I was here. <laughs> so going to say goodbye thank you for everyone who's listening um if you enjoyed it and you're listening on youtube give it a thumbs up subscribe if you haven't already click that notification bell um caitlin on all her social medias check out her website and her shop um especially for i don't know any maybe last minute christmas gifts or just a special treat for you because you know, as artists we always do the special treat <laughs> we to get something pretty uh so yeah definitely check her out and um yeah thanks again for listening and thanks again for joining me all right thank you bye 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 <laughs>